you can't fix. If you can't fix what's broken, you'll, uh, you'll go instead. It's Jay and Adam. It's Previewed. It's Previewed's Fix It with Adam and Jay. Hey, Peaches! Welcome to Fix It, where friends don't let friends fix pop culture alone. I'm Adam. And, and I'm Jay, and you're our listener. Hey there, listeners. Hi there, listeners. Uh, for those of you listening at home, everything is exactly as you remember it. You're Probably. hearing our beautiful voices. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We just absolutely bodied that intro. We made that, uh, we made, we made, uh, sweet, sweet noises in your ears like we usually do. But if you're watching this on YouTube... We are not in our normal studio. There is no axe behind us right now. There is no none of my all of my fun little tchotchkes, tidbits, and whatnots. Oh wow! Uh, Adam and I are we're currently in uh, production week uh, for our uh, TTRPG project, uh, and so all of our equipment is over at Lashy's house, and everything is kind of. Uh, up in the air right now. Well, as you guys, I mean, you guys can't on the, in the podcast land can't see it, but those on YouTube, there is just a myriad of posts and tripods and lights and stuff behind <laughs> us. We have all, all three cameras we use for the podcast are also being used for the uh, for the RPG so, yeah. show. So it's so uh, we got everything everywhere. We're in my living room. We're not even in the studio where we normally shoot normal previewed. We're in the live my living room that's just barely big enough. Just barely big just enough for what we're shooting. It out. We did yep. a little math. I had to draw a graph. We just had just, just enough, just enough to have green screens and just enough distance. So we're we're here on location to bring you guys <laughs> Fix It this week. Um, if it's your first time listening to Fix It, uh, I'm Jay and that's Adam, and we are the two hosts of the Intergalactic Center of all YouTube reaction content previewed. You may know us from over there from where we react, review, riff to all sorts of nerd content. Uh, and uh, this is our podcast, Fix It, where every week Adam and I take a piece of pop culture that maybe didn't quite get there, maybe missed the mark just a tad bit, maybe just needed one more seismic charge. I and see what you did there, yes. And we fix it. Uh, and this week uh, here on Fix It, Adam and I are going to be fixing uh, the uh, 2021... Yes. Yes, the 2021 yeah. uh, Disney Plus show, The Book of Boba Fett. Was that not the end of? Was that the beginning of last year? 2022, maybe. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was the beginning of last year. Yeah, maybe it was 2022. Yeah, it was 2022. The Book of Boba Fett. We're fixing that today because uh, Mando season three starts tomorrow. It sure does. Season three tomorrow. Is that, is that really next week? Yes, bro. March 1st, bro. We're recording on a Friday. This comes out on a Tuesday. Mando is tomorrow. And for, I was for be- those listening at home. And I was beginning to think next week might be like a casual, more casual week. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. That's the first week of three where we have Last of Us and Mando in the same week. I mean, it's good for business. Yes, it is. I'm not mad about that at all. Mm-mm. But uh, yeah, we are, <laughs> we're fixing Book of Boba Fett this week, and it's a show that I... I loved, but I know I am very much in the minority of people on the internet. Yeah, a lot of people didn't like it. I also really enjoyed it. I think a lot of people were like, ah, it was fine. Yes. Some people probably despise it, uh, but there are worse Star Wars things to watch. But it was still good. It just wasn't actually a Boba Fett show. 
That's yeah. the, I think that's ultimately the problem. If it was just a Boba Fett show, that'd be fun, one thing, but it wasn't just a Boba Fett show. Yeah, they couldn't help themselves. I I mean, we'll talk about it in a second, but I think they found themselves in a situation just like, well, oh, we got to get the story point out of the way. How do we... Um. Well, I mean, he's a part of the story, so we might as well. Yeah, but... Yeah, but putting any kind of Mando Mando situation inside of the book of Boba Fett to me just felt like a cop out, and it felt like a we that it felt to me. Here's the thing: mm-hmm. I loved all of the Mando stuff in the book of Boba Fett. Oh yeah, I loved all of it, mm-hmm. but I didn't need it in the book of Boba Fett. No, to me, it read we don't have we're not we are we don't feel comfortable enough with the scripts that we've written for this that we feel like we need to add this in here in order to. Now, if these were storylines that directly like crisscrossed with the with what was going on with Boba Fett, mm-hmm. that's a different story. But, but they they ham-fisted this in there. Like Din showing up to help Boba was great. Yes. But that but but all of the other Mando stuff that we got was like no, this has nothing to do with our with the with our character here. With Boba Fett doing his thing, and I would like to watch him be be awesome more. Yes. Please and thank you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so f- from that degree, like that frustrated me absolutely. But 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 in a way that I was like, man, I hate that I'm mad at this because it's good. You know, it's, <laughs> let, let us or let us be honest. Those two episodes where Boba Fett's not in. Yeah, are some of the best Star Wars. Yes, ever. Yes, it's awesome. Which is that's and that's, frust- that's frustrating. That's frustrating <laughs> because it's it, so, w- it's it so was so good. It was so good. Yeah, and Boba Fett had nothing to do with it, mm-hmm. and it was episodes of his show. Yeah, so so. Ugh. But oh. we'll get into that in just a little bit. Uh, before we get there, though, Jay, how you doing? Um. We've got one episode of this project in the can. We taped it last night. Last night. Um, and it went it went so much better than I expected. It went so much better than I expected. Uh-huh. It was I was like, oh, yep. Okay, we actually have a thing. Because let's be real, you and I this has been something we've been talking about and planning around for a year now. For a year. Mm-hmm. And it was always the hanging chat of, okay, cool. Are we going to put all of this time and money into this thing? And then it sucks. They better Uh-oh. not. Yeah. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Oh, sometimes regardless of how much time and effort you put into something to make something, sometimes it still sucks. <laughs> you know, like that's just, Yes. That's just how content goes sometimes. Uh-huh. Like sometimes it's like you have the best of intentions and it just like falls apart. It just like turns to sand in your hands. And that and that's just the nature of the business. We've had it. We've done it before. Remember what was worse? Yep. Which I think we're still very good, but like it, yeah. it wasn't the thing. Yeah. There, it just oh, wasn't. Well, we learned. Yeah. yeah. It, and we, I think we made some pretty funny sketches out I, of that. I absolutely agree. Uh, but it just wasn't, but it also wasn't really what our audience was looking for. It was not. And it was before that we realized that like, okay, if we really wanted to do this, it should have been its own channel. It should have been its own thing. Oh yeah. Like we learned, we, you know, we've learned so much from oh, all the stuff Oh, it was important. We did it. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Um, but uh, yeah, sometimes it's just, things just don't work out. But this is, I think, going to be, 
It's going to be awesome. Well, Jay, it was the first time. It's the first video in the network of previewed the, in the orchard and what have you, the Empire. Yeah. That we're not in. Yeah. We're actually not. Like, we, we are were, not we on were, camera. We were behind the camera the entire time. I mean, we're there. You can hear us. We're laughing and, you know, and we're doing stuff. But, like, we are not on camera. Yeah. It is not us. Like, tonight, like, I'm on camera. Yes. But. And the next tomorrow night, I am. But, yeah. like, it's the first video that, it, that, that we did that's not, does not have us on camera. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of a big deal. Yeah. It's a big deal that we finally got to that point of like we're making stuff, but we don't have to be in it. We don't Although we're going to be in it, <laughs> we're yeah. going to be in the show. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. just this one episode. We're not in this episode. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be honest, totally honest with you. I was. I, I've been like losing sleep over how stressed I've been about it. I know, uh, and it's not. And it's the kind of thing where it's like not necessarily helpful stress. It's just kind of like. I get into this. Do you do this? I don't think you do. Uh, but, but I'll pop. I will pass it to you. Yeah, regardless. Sure. Uh, do you do that thing where you're just like, if you don't, if like the, like sitting around and stressing about something makes me feel like I, like I'm still like quote unquote, like working on it. Like people are like, Oh, well like you shouldn't stress about it. There's nothing you can do right now. I'm like, yes, but like the stress is helping. Is it? Huh. It's not. Because it like it means that I'm focused on the project. Sure, sure, sure. Mentally, yeah. even though it's just like not helpful. It's not helpful thinking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it still feel. But I, what like not like trying to like get it out of my mind feels like I would be feels lax. It feels like I'm not I'm not keeping my eye on the ball. Sure. Even though I shouldn't. Even though the ball is fine. The ball is fine. Yeah. The ball is fine. Well, I mean, that's the thing. The, the difference I think is that um, we really care about this. Yeah. We really want this to to do well. Cuz I think because I think we it it what we're going for with with this project, I think like we're actually while we're doing something that a lot of other people have done, I feel like yes. we have a take on it that like actually fills a need. Well, once again, we are late to the party when it comes to this stuff. Yeah, as always, hi, I'm Robert. Hi, I'm Vanessa. Well, w- welcome to late to the party. Let's talk about stuff that we know so much about. Yeah. But we, yes, it's a well-trodden road, but we haven't, we have an angle. We don't think we've really seen before. And we're bringing our friends into this. Yeah. It's not just us anymore. It's not just our ladies. No, no, no. It's now it's, it's our friends joining us on this journey, doing this thing. Cause they don't know what content creation is like. They got their own careers and jobs and lives and doing stuff. And this is the first time really doing this stuff and we want it to be good for them as well because like we've been loving this for the past yeah. you know couple of years so it's like hey do you guys want to join us on this insane journey and <laughs> meet all the peaches yeah they're gonna love you they're gonna love you they're gonna give you the internet hug of death yeah <laughs> yeah and uh but it's just it's as much as it's been like stressful it's just like i have to keep reminding myself that like I, I'm just, I'm the luckiest boy <laughs> that this is my, that like this gets to be like my, my focus for the time being. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So it's like, yeah, I'm good. I'll feel a lot better when this weekend is over. Oh, okay. Once we're done typing tomorrow night. <laughs> no, honestly, once we make it through kitchen at best friends on Sunday, I'll ah, be like, cool. Okay. Cool. Now I can. <sighs> <sighs> yeah. Pretty much. Totally fair. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so life's good, man. Life's great. Life's good. So Book of Boba Fett. Man, I forgot that Amanda's coming out this week. Uh, Amanda's coming out this week. <laughs> Ba-boom.
Oh boy. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm tired of defending Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> I'm tired of defending it to people. Well, let's okay. <laughs> there is so much good going on in this show. Mm-hmm. There, the good in the show, the awesome things that happen in the show, far outweigh the bad stuff. So let's just talk about those few things that kind of knocked this this whole show off course. Yes. And the first thing right off the bat, clearly, besides the you know two episodes on starring the main character. Were the Mod Squad. Yes. People keep focusing in on that because, and rightfully so, the idea makes sense, but its execution did, visually didn't work. It just, it just, it's the, here's the thing. They worked so hard for this pun and the concept of mods Mm -hmm. having modification. Yeah. Like the concept of like the, the fashion and like, I, like revolution that was mod yeah and like the quote-unquote mod squad Mm -hmm. uh that television show like it's the type of thing where the concept of mod is a is almost a it's a response to like culture like kind of like taking a downturn and like being a little bit more downtrodden like on Tatooine it makes sense that there would be a mod revolution of some kind sure where it's like you have all of these youths who are like we're we're going to dress nicely we are going to like we're going to have the nicest speeder bikes and they are going to be pristine in defiance of everything going on around us like the priority of like of our appearance and like the way we hold ourselves is a huge thing. And the fact that like, they're also like modify themselves is it's a good pun. Sure. It just makes them, it just, it doesn't fit. It's like thematically like done correctly, but it just doesn't fit in Star Wars. They look more like they belong on Coruscant. They look like they belong in Doctor Who. Yeah. Like it just, they just don't look like they belong they there. They visually are popping off the screen. Mm-hmm. Everything else is beige and dark and gritty and dirty. And you just see these, and that's these youths. The po- and that's the point. Right. But it's, still. It sticks in your eye like a splinter. Yeah. Like a, a splinter from the mind's eye. Yeah. As I stare directly in the camera because I just made a really good Star Wars reference joke that I don't think you got. No, I did f- not. It was the first Star Wars book ever written. Oh. Back in the 80s. Cool, man. Cool. Did you want your gold star like here or did you want it? I'll like, take it in the, the comments wall? or if okay. you guys want to mail it to me. Awesome. Awesome. I'll take a high five. I don't know. I'm a high five. Yeah, that makes it. Leaving someone hanging for a high five, regardless of whether or not they've earned it, and which you did aggressively did not, um, really just makes me, just bums me out. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing you slapping your own hand really just. It works. Like brings the world down. The mods I, sucked. Yes. I yeah. I mean that's that's neither. They, they were not great. The, the, the spin to shoot was very bad, and only one of the mods was like a good character. The girl. They just the long and the it. short of it is that like there are so many things glaringly wrong with Book of Boba Fett that like as someone who thoroughly enjoyed the show, I can't argue with. Sure. No, because because those things are wrong and it didn't work. I just think you have, but uh, the the frustrating thing is that I think you have a stable of characters that you've built on Tatooine through Mando that are way more interesting. Like the the Cobb coming in like later on is completely is so stupid. 
like he should have been a, like he should have been a main supporting character of 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 the series that they presented us. Yeah. Like for me, yeah. my fix, I've structured it like as a two season show. Okay. And Cobb would be a larger fixture in season two. Absolutely. Um, he's well, I mean, not necessarily he, huge in my fix here. He had the armor, and it was brought up in episode one of season two of Mando. Yes. He should have been involved somewhere along the lines of this and not just cut down by Cad Bane later on. And I think th- and I think he is an interesting foil to Boba Fett that... The long and the short of it, my, my actual big issue with Book of Boba Fett, mm-hmm. like all of the like aesthetic things aside mm-hmm. and like things not mattering... Mm-hmm. The journey they did not give me a sufficient journey of of Boba making the decision to not be a cold blooded murderer anymore. That's really the long of the short of it. Yeah, I mean, because they they because they showed us his time with the Tuscans changing him, but he didn't really. I at least in from memory, didn't do a ton of like. Hey, okay, I've learned now that I need tribe, and that's the yes. way to get through this. So I want to change the paradigm here, yes. and I want to set up a tribe, not just for me, but for other bounty hunters and people who have been forgotten by this galaxy, and do some type of some type of good. But mm-hmm. I will rule that good, and hurt those that uh, oppose it with an iron fist. And I understand thematically why he kills Cad Bane, but from what they've given us. Like the thing is, is that like his and Boba's relationship is fraught, and part of the reason Boba is the way that he is is because of Cad Bane, mm-hmm. and that is a really compelling relationship. Mm-hmm. But we did not get in anything, and like oh, there was a ton of flashbacks in this show. But if you like, the thing is, like him killing Cad is actually very thematic for what he's going for. Yeah. But when you don't know any of that relationship, you're just like, oh man, Boba just stabbed that dude in cold blood on the street. Well, warm blood, not cold, but warmish. Sure. Like. He didn't have to, but he, he stabbed him. That's fun, right? That's fun. Like, it's just like, oh, no, that's actually a rejection of, like, his previous self. But we don't... But if you don't know... And I didn't really know. Like... Yeah. It's... It, there's so many things that it's like, if you want to show me... that That's the journey I'm interested in. Yes. As much as there was... Like, look... Boba Fett riding a Rancor is one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. I think about it at least once a day. Yeah, this one it's of the best the reactions. It's the best thing. And um, it's just the best. But, like, all of the set... like, But at the end of the day, Boba Fett is, like, my favorite Star Wars character. Yeah. And I just feel like they just, like, were so flippant with his character that, like, I just had a hard time taking it seriously. Because I was like, oh, well, I guess this is a cartoon character. When I really, when also you have an actor who also really wants to take Boba Fett very seriously. Yes. And I just don't think the scripts got there. Because I think we can agree the best parts of Book of Boba Fett are the Tusken Raider stuff. That stuff is incredible. Yes. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. Well, we learned more about Tusken Raiders, finally. And I also got really frustrated, and I fixed this in my fix. Um, Man, we as an audience could grasp that him and Fennec taking over uh, Jabba's palace Mm -hmm. would happen at some point in this show. Mm -hmm. The structure of him being in the palace in the back to tank, doing all of these flashbacks, flashbacks cheapened so much of it for me. that I was just like, we can just start. We like when you start the show of him crawling out of the Sarlacc pit, 
I know where we are timeline wise. Yeah, yeah. Like I am. I I think they just assumed audiences were so stupid that they'd be like, "Well, we showed at the end of the thing that he was doing the thing," and I was like, "Yeah, uh huh." That we know that happens at some point. Yeah. the The way they told their flashbacks, the device they used, I think, was not great. No, because Boba should be kicking ass the entire time. Uh-huh. The fact that he was hurt enough to go into a back, back to tank multiple times because f- it was a, the Animus flashback machine yes. is like, no, man, there are different storytelling devices you could use to tell the past about things, do some flashbacks in a different manner, and keep Boba Fett kicking ass and doing stuff. He can come up against, he can come up against obstacles. He doesn't have to always succeed, but he shouldn't be getting his ass kicked. He's a Boba Fett. Yeah. He's the most feared bounty hunter in the galaxy, even after being thrown into the Sarlacc pit, even after being with the Tusken Raiders for a couple of years and on his own for yeah. a couple of years. He's still Boba. He, he put the armor be... on and didn't miss a step. He yeah. wrecked those stormtroopers, and yes. it was a gr- one of the That's greatest of the things we've sequences. ever seen, yeah. ever. And it wasn't even in his own show. Yeah. But, like, even him wrecking all those stormtroopers without the armor. Yeah. Like, I was like, I almost liked that even more. Yeah. Just let Boba Fett be Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Leo just writing on the, the, the notepad in the Oval <laughs> Office, let Boba be Boba. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we've got these people <laughs> all behind you, ready to go, and you keep pulling them back. Nicely done. Man, the last season of The West Wing got weird. <laughs> Boba Fett becomes Secretary of the Interior, and everything gets weird. Oh. Who knew Jimmy Smith was being Bail Organa the whole time? <laughs> you never saw that coming. Quite the twist. <laughs> okay, the, we skipped one one important thing. Uh, okay. For those of you who are listening, who have not uh, maybe not watched the book of Boba. Oh, Fett, that's right. We completely forgot we completely about this. Forgot Sorry about, about that. We're just so excited. Um, in our new, in our we keep saying our new segment, but we've done still it the past new ish. Like, new our new ish segment. Uh, plot drop. Uh, what's in the plot? It's the plot drop. Uh, Adam. Why don't you uh, regale everyone with a quick synopsis of the book of Boba Fett? Okay, and I can do this because I actually, to do the fix, I wrote down the past timeline and the okay. present timeline just to figure out, like, wait a second, what's what happened? It's, ah. t- it's tough because I was trying to figure out the timeline of things and I was like, oh, that's, why does this happen? Okay. Because it keeps bouncing back and yeah. forth instead of just going chronologically. Yeah. And I mean, it was hard. I mean, I understand why they did it, but like, yeah, I don't know. So here, here is all of it. Here's the whole chronological uh, story of Boba Fett since the Sarlacc, right? In in order. So as you all know, in Jedi, Han knocks him into the Sarlacc pit. He gets out. The Jawas steal his armor. Tusken Raiders pick him up. They treat him as a slave for a little bit. Then he saves a kid. And they're like, okay, so maybe you're not so bad. We'll keep you around. They train him how to use a gothy stick. Then he, they do a train robbery against the Pikes. Yeah. Which is really cool. And then they like, hey, Pikes, you owe us money going through our territory. And the Pikes didn't like that because then after Jabba, not Jabba, after Boba 
gets like a, a brain lizard and a vision quest. He gets a goffy stick. It's really amazing. But then all the raiders show up and kill all the Tuscan friends. Oh no. And then basically he finds, uh, eventually skip a couple of years. He finds Fennec. They go eventually get the um, slave one out of Jabba's palace. They go wreck shop on people. They get vengeance upon the Sarlacc and the raiders. And then eventually take over Jabba's palace, which is what we see at the end of Mando season two. Then in the present timeline, Boba's trying to set up a, take over Jabba's territory and kind of have like a, I guess like a okay area place for other bounty hunters and people who don't want to kind of want to be their own boss and not be beholden to all the other syndicates or whatever that. Yeah. But the Pikes don't like that. So the Pikes come in, wage war against Boba Fett. So he's like, Hey Din, I just helped you in your last season. Come help me. And they do. And, uh, Jabba's cousins swing by like, Hey, or the ones who were supposed to like take over the territory. Like, Hey, we won our uncle's territory. Oh, the Pike's going to kill us. No, we don't. Here's a baby Rancor. And uh, Kersantin is a uh, bounty hunter from the comics that we hired. And screw him, right? So Bubba's like, hey, cool Wookiee guy. You want to hang out with us? That'd be neat. And then all the bad guys show up at the end. Boba and company. All the everyone comes back to help Boba kill these guys, and it's really cool. And there's a couple of these, those, what do you call them? Big, like big destroyer droids or whatever with shields and stuff, like bigger versions of the Clone Wars uh Robots. Yeah. Grogu picks Din over Luke. Yeah. He comes back. and There's there's two full-on Mando episodes in the middle there. Mm-hmm. And uh, Boba rides a Rancor. It's one of the greatest things of, ever, of all time. Yeah, it's incredible. And, uh, oh, and he kills Cad Bane. That kills, quite, quote, unquote, kills yeah. Cad Bane. And then realizes that maybe yeah, the, the last scene of the whole show is like, hey, we did it. Maybe I don't want this anymore. Maybe this is too big for me. Hmm. And that's that's how it ends. Maybe, yeah. oh, I got it. Oh, but do I want this anymore? I don't know. So I don't know what's going to happen next with Boba Fett. Yeah, there was such an ennui at the end of the, at mm-hmm. the, end of the show that just like, I was like, but that's the whole, what's the journey here? Mm-hmm. What's the journey? Oh, and the little rabbit robot made it. Great. I just don't know what Boba's journey is here. He got the thing he wanted, I guess, and then realized maybe it wasn't for him and maybe someone else is better suited for it, I guess. Yeah, I, I'm i going to be honest with you. I I think the... I think the concept of Boba from a... I think the concept of Boba be, like, be quote-unquote becoming a good guy mm-hmm. sucks. Like I, I have it in my fix, but like for me, I I, I understand what they're going for, and part sure. of me likes it. Mm-hmm. There's part of me that's like, okay, yeah, sure. If we're gonna have this character around, he's got to have some kind of moral compass. Yeah. But for me, I, I like a, bo- a boba that ex- it's like a Batman situation. I'm like, hi, I'm the crime. I'm not the crime lord that you ask for, but I'm the I'm the one. Yes. Like he's Marconi. Yes. He is a gentleman, John Marconi. He mm-hmm. is the, he is, I am not going to hurt anyone, anyone innocent. Mm-hmm. If anything, I celebrate your innocence. Mm-hmm. I think it's wonderful. You're lucky I'm the bad guy that's here. Yeah. I know I'm bad. I don't, I'm not here to hurt anyone that is not asking for it. But there's business to be done here and no one else is doing it. Yes. So I, and I can go about this in a professional manner. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. You, you truly can't. <laughs> like, that's the Bobo that I can get down with. Because there's a power vacuum. And someone needs, and to, someone fill needs to fill it. Because Bib Fortuna clearly wasn't going to do it. You don't want the other syndicates here on Tatooine doing stuff? 
No, you really don't. Yeah, it's like Bib, like if the Pikes were moving in the way that they were moving in during Boba Fett, and and Bib Fortuna is the one running, like it, it's not going to go well. It's not going to go well at all. A lot of people are going like, to get hurt. Like Jabba had backup. Jabba had an entire planet full of, like yeah. he had a whole entire crime syndicate. Mm-hmm. He had. I always call a uh, not. Uh, uh, Narhada, it's Nalhada. Nalhada, I believe. Uh, Nalhada, like uh, crime croissant. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it, I. I it, but then again, I also just really liked watching it. So like, there's I, a lot of good. Again, there's a lot of good things in there. But, so frustrating. But it's a little. It is kind of frustrating. Of the of the Star Wars shows we've gotten so far, the live action ones, which is really just three seasons of stuff, it is the most frustrating. Yeah. With those, the mods, man. And I love how that's like the first thing out of your mouth. It's like, the mods are bad. And I'm like, yep, I can't art. I hate. They were bad. I hate it when a show you like has that one thing that you can't fight. Yeah. We're like, hey, those mods are bad. And I'm like, yep. Well, because yep. I mean, from the from jump, is, I mean, when we did the reaction to the video, everyone was like. It's like, you know, it's like whenever like, you know, you like your your friend group like me, like meets one of your cousins or something. And, you're, and like your cousin is just like kind of not being cool yeah and they're like man your cousin i'm like i know but they're my they're they're my cousin there's nothing to do about it that i can do about it i I, I wish i could i agree i agree but uh but also i i'm I'm gonna ride or die for my cousin i'm sorry i'm so sorry but also like eh, yep he pooped in the punch bowl and i'm so sorry about that but (laughs) well remember that first episode the mods show up i'm pretty sure they also do that uh swoop Swoop chase scene with the cool guy, the the Twilight that we really like, who's the actor who was also in She Hulk, the Major Domo, mm-hmm. who showed up, who like thankfully like stuck around and didn't that die. you really like. I think he he's was fine. fun. I liked him. I liked his energy. Um, <laughs> don't you rope me into this? Don't you don't you put that evil on me, Bobby? But they did that chase scene with him, and the chase scene was really bad, bad. and low speed. Like it just didn't why look like did they you... were going that fast. Yes. So like, why did you do that? I don't know why you did that. You shouldn't have done that. But it was like, for because the mods roll in like Power Rangers and they're, you know, everyone's got their own primary color. I was like, this doesn't look like Star just Wars. Just explain their mindset. Like, if anything, just... You know they kind of did, just, did they? they did just, not. like, someone call, you know, like, call it out. Like, Fennec should have said something being like, you guys are way too colorful for tattooing. And they're like, yeah, that's kind of the point. That's it! If you just bring us into like yeah. what they like what they're what they're over, but also like they didn't develop them enough for us to really. No. I, if you put a gun to my head and say like, "What are their names?" I'd be like, <laughs> 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 clack, "Clack clack, Nancy. Yeah. The, I'm, see you later." The girl <laughs> and the guy that spins in the last yeah, episode. Man. Yeah, spinny one eye, spinny McGee. Oh yeah, he's got the spinny little... one eye. Oh boy. Oh boy. <sighs> this show needs a fix. This, this show needs, needs a fix. fix. This show, this show, this show, this show needs a fix. That's why we have this podcast. That's why we record a show. <laughs> That's why we come to fix Boba Fett. It's the best fix that you know. We're fixing Boba. I can't stop singing. Oh, no. Oh, no. Something's Jay. broken my uh, head. It really hurts. It is stinging. Blue donut. <laughs> Adam, something's wrong. Call an ambulance. <laughs> I'm singing the Fix It song. I hope I don't start to dance. Oh, oh no! no. <laughs> <laughs> but before we fix it, hey, hey, Brian, hit us with those hot 
fun, bean fun, fact, bean footage fun, facty, tattooy, moddy versions of the bean facty things. This is the segment of the show where our producer Brian lets us know all the fun little... Fun little details and fun facts about about the thing we are fixing today, and uh, he answers to his his I tried so hard his sirens call. Oh. <laughs> Brian, roll that beautiful bean fun fact footage. Thank you, gentlemen. Producer Brian here, and today we are fixing season one of the book of Boba Fett, starring Tamora Morrison, Ming Na Wen, and Pedro Pascal. This season consists of seven episodes. It was executive produced by John Favreau, Dave Filoni, Robert Rodriguez, Kathleen Kennedy, and Colin Wilson, and was directed by a slew of people, including Rodriguez, Filoni, and Bryce Dallas Howard. The first episode aired December 29th, 2021, and it carried over into 2022, so even though the majority of episodes were in 2022, it did start in 2021. If you care, The Book of Boba Fett has a 66% on Rotten Tomatoes. Fun fact, in Clone Wars Season 7, there was a cut sequence that tied in Boba Fett and Cad Bane's history together, which probably would have informed this series a little bit more. And if I can throw in a little bit of my two cents about Season 1 of The Book of Boba Fett, what didn't work for me was that the flashbacks and the present-day narrative never overlapped in theme by episode. If episode one, the flashback, and the present day had similar themes that we can connect at the end of the episodes, that would have been a lot more successful for me and satisfying than what we got. Anyway, back to you, gentlemen. Great job, Brian. Hey, good job. First try, bud. You sang that whole thing. I couldn't believe it. And in the rhyme scheme, Mm -hmm. and that that bridge, ooh, that bridge is going to be stuck in my head for a week. And how? Um, no, great job, Brian. Uh, who? Who indeed? I, honestly, I, I think we, we, you and I have been thinking, this one was really hard for me. Fix-wise. Oh, yep. Fix it! This was really hard. Because you enjoy the show so, well, the show so much. Uh, yes, but show also, like, so. it's the kind of thing where it was like, Keeping the things that I liked mm-hmm. while separating out the things that I didn't mm-hmm. was very, very difficult. Really? And uh, working on the assumption that, like, because Mando is its own property and they teased Book of Boba Fett in the way that they did right at the end of that show, mm-hmm. like, kind of locked you into a certain storyline for, Bo- for Boba. Well, he was connected to the larger... Thrawn arc that's kind of going on now. Uh, yes. Yeah. But like, it was like, cool. He is taking over Jabba's palace. There is no, there's no irking out of that. Right. There's no not doing that. Right. So like from there, it's like, cool. How do I still honor what happened in this other show? Sure. And still, and like fix the show the way I want it to. Absolutely. Cause like the journey of like him taking over the palace, what, it's cool for that scene where he sits in the chair. It's very cool. From a storyline perspective, it kind of paints you into a corner in a way that I don't think it evolves his story as well as you want it to. But that being said... You're going first. I think I should go first. Okay. 
I'm going first. I'm going first. Okay. Okay. Book of Boba Fett. The series. The series. Okay. I'm not doing a movie. Okay. I thought about it being a movie. Oh. But, but this is a series. Yeah. I'm structuring this as a season one arc. Okay. And I my thesis statement for my fix was, A, let Boba be Boba. Yeah. Let's take out the trash. Mm-hmm. Clack, clack. Um, and B, I want... I feel like this show ignores it ignores EU and it ignores like the bounty hunting universe in a way that I find extraordinarily frustrating. Well, uh, Star Wars live action has always uh, ignored the bounty hunting aspect of things. I mean, remember Aura Singh got killed off screen for Solo. Yeah, so, that was like, stupid. That was very dumb. They don't care about bounty hunters and live action stuff. Um, so which is, which is unfortunate. Episode one. Yes. We are there is we're not utilizing flashbacks. This is full timeline. Good for you. Yes. Yes. There is no I, I am trusting that the audience is smart enough to know that we're opening this up we're opening this season the same way that the that the show does. Like this is Boba Fett escaping from the Sarlacc pit. Yes. By like by himself. Mm-hmm. Like it is full and and we know as an audience what that means from a timeline perspective. It's five years in the past. Cool. Yep. Soon after Jedi. You have you have Boba escaping the Sarlacc. Mm-hmm. I'm keeping honestly, we're keeping the Tuscan Raider stuff because yeah. I think it's wildly very, very good. It's very good. And also adding a gaffy stick into uh Boba Fett's uh <laughs> uh artillery yes. is very, very good. <laughs> um Taken by the Tuscan Raiders, this first episode, we are getting all the way to the point where he um, fights that sand, that four-armed sand beast. Yes. And proves himself to the Tuscans mm-hmm, 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 as mm-hmm. a formidable warrior. Right. Like, basically, like, that's going to be, like, him returning, like, dropping the head in front of everyone. He saves the kid. He yeah. saves the kid. Mm-hmm. And so, it, while, like, he's like, kind of their slave for a while... He proves himself, and they go, okay, like, maybe, like... Cool. Cool. Maybe you can be one of us. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Um, and then we move on to episode two, where uh, we're getting the evolution of Boba just becoming one with this, mm-hmm. like, with this, this sand tribe. people tribe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they have uh, struggles uh, with uh, the biker gang. Uh, right. At that point, Um and uh, Boba, like pretty soundly, with the help of that other that other Tuscan Raider, who was teaching him, who was teaching him, who's badass. <clears throat> the two of them go to the Tashi Station and take out those the tr- bikers. Mm-hmm. They come back with bikers with with the bikes specifically. Like uh, Boba's, like we can sell these to the Sand People, mm-hmm. like, and we can make a little money for the tribe. Um, and so, like, proving himself in that way mm-hmm. to him and er, proving himself. Uh, to the tribe, but more importantly to like their lead warrior yes. who he goes with. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, then uh, he's indoctrinated. We have the 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 mind salamander, oh, which yes. I thought was fun. Oh, is didn't see that coming. Um, and he is he builds his own gaff uh, gaffy stick. Mm-hmm. I hope we're saying that right. I believe it's. I believe we're right. Um, Brian would have corrected us at this point. And then uh, at the end of the second episode, uh, we get. Um, basically, as Boba like has proven himself, uh, we we have like Tuscan Raiders like coming back and being like like one of them like got hit by the the train. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like cool. We need to deal with this train problem. 
Um, like this is the, they, they keep coming through the pikes keep mm-hmm. coming through on this train and the running spice. Like it's, we got to take them out. We're going to have to take them out. Um, so the third episode, uh, is Boba teaching all the sand people to ride the, the ride yep. the speeder bikes mm-hmm. and all that. And then we get, um, we get the train heist. Mm-hmm. Everything goes according to like pretty much the same way in the show. Right. Um, and then, uh, at the end of that episode, as the Tusken Raiders are like celebrating by the fire, um, we see off in the distance, like Boba sees like some shots off in the distance mm-hmm. and is goes to investigate, finds Fennec. Cool. Okay, great. Um, and that's where we end that's where Fennec enters the story. Oh. Why are you oh? Because are you he's this so because the tribe's still alive. Oh yeah, and my fix the tribe. Uh, the tribe will be an issue in season two. That's awesome. Them dying is one of the things I hated. Yeah, this, I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. It felt really flippant. It did feel flippant. So I'm yeah. very, I'm just that uh, that that O was. Oh, thank God. And for me, are they really alive? Oh, good, they are. For me, awesome. Him having a connection to the to the indigenous people of Tatooine. Yes, it it helps him stake his claim. Yes. Uh, on Tatooine. Yes. Um, okay, good. I, I, for you, I was like, did I just screw up? Because you made that face like, oh, that's how you're doing it. I was like, no, I think that you're, tracks. No, you're totally right. I'm just really happy you're doing it. Um, so he finds Fennec, and right. she's injured. Yes. So that's where the, those timelines mm-hmm. kind of cross a little Great. bit. Um, and the fourth episode, uh, Boba takes Fennec to the mod healer. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he's like, this is going to take like an extraordinarily long time. Like... Uh, you need to figure out like, uh, you need to figure out like how you're going to pay for this. He's like, I'll do the work, but like, sure. This isn't, this isn't going to be cheap. Right. Um, and so, uh, Boba's like, he's like, okay. Um, I've been kind of existing in a world without money for a while here. Um, it's, it's gotten to the point where he's like, I need to get, I need to get my ship back in order to like, I don't know, maybe there's money on the ship or I can sell this. I, I need to go get, I need sure. to get, or he can get money by having this, you know, having the ship doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he, he's like, we need to get, he's like, I need to get slave one back. Um, and he finds out like kind of through the grapevine. I like the idea of him like kind of talking to Jawas. Sure. Uh, and I like the idea of Boba like learning the Jawa language. Why not? Utini, you know, like that kind of stuff. Um, He's giving him a bunch of eggs. And he finds, he basically like, he he kind of has to make his way back into like regular society a little bit to like mm-hmm. get intel about about mm-hmm. how to get into Jabba's palace. Well, it's been a for, yeah, been forever. Um, and uh, he realizes that it's not a one-man job. Mm-hmm. And so he calls the only person that he, he feels like he can trust. Um, he basically like goes into a... A cantina and gets a call out to another bounty hunting friend of his, Dengar. Now, in this episode, we will also have flashbacks to Boba's and Dengar's relationship. Yeah, Dengar is um, what we come. What we come to find out is that Dengar and Boba have worked as like partner bounty hunters for an extraordinarily long time. Yeah, part of the reason that they worked so well together is that Dengar is a clone. Now, what we come to find out, the reason that Dengar is covered is like covered in bandages. Right, yeah. 
covered in bandages in uh, Return of the Empire. For those of you who don't know who Dengar is, Dengar is the bounty hunter in uh, Empire Strikes Back. When they have the lineup of everybody, they have Boba Fett, Zuckus, Forlom, IG-88, and Dengar. I know all of them. You do, They're yeah. my favorite. Yeah. Um, you read the book? Dengar is covered in, uh, in like... Bandages. Bandages, and he looks kind of odd. Uh, the drive, it, the, what drives a wedge between the two of them is that a Dengar, like Dengar, is kind of like a wild child as far in regards to like bounty hunting. Mm-hmm. He's a little bit more devil, like devil may care. Sure. Um, but in order to fit into modern society better, mm-hmm. after everything that's happened with clones, Dengar has had massive amounts of reconstructive surgery to not look like a clone, ah. and that really upset Boba. Who? Because part of the reason he was like, you're part, like, we're brothers. Yeah. Like, you don't want to be my brother. Like, what? He's like, I'm not your brother. I'm a clone. So that's kind of part of like their flashback situation is like learning more about Dengar. Sure. And learning about Interesting. like Boba feeling that he had a connection with someone. Yeah. But then, like feeling betrayed by them, and that's... that and that kind of s- like springboarding him into only working alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why like him and like that's why he's always been kind of weird with Fennec. Like, I don't need a partner. Like, I don't need this kind of thing. Like, the last time I did this, like, it didn't work out right. well. Um, and Dengar's like, you're alive. Like, we thought you were dead. It's been years, bud. It's been years. He's like, I've yeah, I've heard rumors about your armor floating around, but not you, dude. Uh, so Dengar shows up, uh, and they, after all of those flashbacks, when we learned about their relationship, um... This, look, in the books, Dengar is not a clone. This is not, but this is my own. If we're inventing our own new canon, I think this is how you create a relationship between the two of them. Yeah. Um, Dengar and Boba uh, get the get Slave One out of the uh, Jabba's impound. Sure. But they make an absolute mess of it. Okay. And the whole time, you can kind of feel like Dengar, like, egging on Boba to kind of, like, get back to his old ways okay. a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As he's like, he's like, you've calmed down in your early age. Like, you spend too much time with, like, you know, this, the, Tuscans, the, the yeah. sand people. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? Um, and so, like, you like Dengar and Boba don't just get Slave 1 out of there. They kind of take out the trash. Oh. I want to see the two of them get in there and make a mess. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because let's look at Boba be Boba, but right. I also want to see, like, Dengar, like, get after it. Sure. Do the Gamorans die? No. Okay. But, oh. but the rest of... I would of... never... Hamhock? Pork ch- Hamhock and Pork Chop? Yeah. Absolutely yeah. not. Okay, just want to make sure. Absolutely not. They're, but, uh, but they're my sweet, sweet boys. They... Yes, and they got shafted. I went, and they got sh- they well, re- literally. Um, Still a little upset by that, to be honest. Um, they get they get the fire spray out, and it's uh, it, he takes Dengar to the Sarlacc pit to drop that seismic charge in there. Sure, but also to see like if his armor's in there. Mm-hmm. I think it, it, for me, I, I I think it's to really display the um the devil on his shoulder that is Dengar. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they go to, they take the ship to go see if the armor's in there, if mm-hmm. they can see it inside the Sarlacc pit. And as they're like leaving, like, I feel like Dengar's like, oops, like, <laughs> like Casey Jones. Is a, yeah. He kind of ah, Casey boy, Jones ah, at the Casey. Sarlacc pit. Um, just to be, and, and, uh, and Bob was like, why would you, why would you do that? And, and Dengar's like, Come on, that why good. wouldn't I do that? That felt good, didn't it? Yeah, that thing almost that thing almost digested you for a thousand years. That probably felt awesome. 
And Bob was like, you know, it did feel all, that was yeah, that was actually yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um we find out at the end of this episode that um uh Dengar finds out that Boba is trying to get money for to finish Fennec's surgery because mm-hmm. they like go to check on sure. And Dengar's like, why are we checking who Fennec? Like Fennec Shand, really? Her? Shand? Like she's she's seconds here. Like, you know, like you know we're like the guys, right? <laughs> like she's not the guy. <laughs> like like I'm the guy. Yeah. Uh, uh, basically, Dengar's like, I mean, I've got a job. If we want to go do a job, okay, we can get some money real quick sure. to take care of this. Um, and then and Bob was like, okay. Um, uh, Fennec is, uh, she's like back and up, right. and they make an agreement with the the mod person, mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm gonna go do this job. I'm gonna return to pay you for Fennec's work. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna need Fennec to help me get my armor back because I think I figured out where it might be. Okay, uh, and. Dengar's like, cool, like, we've got a, a little bit of time before we can do this job, so, like, you go get, get your, your armor back, back and meet, meet with me there. That's how, uh, and that's, that's where the, all of the, the stuff of him getting his armor the back. The window of opportunity. That's the window of opportunity. Sorry, I was just like, there was one line there that I was like, nope, it's right there. Okay, great. Good job past me. So, Boba and Fennec show up to meet Dengar for this job. Mm-hmm. Um, we find out through their conversation that they have, they are going, they have, they are moving to Trandosha. Um, I think that's the name of the planet. Yep. Uh, I think so. I mean, they're, they're, they the are Trandoshans. Yeah. So, I would, yeah. I'm assuming it's Trandosha. I can't, I, I could be wildly wrong. Do you like wrong. me to look that up? Um, hey, Brian, let me know if I'm right or wrong. Correct. Trandosians are from Trandosia. Good job, Jay. Cool. Good job. Great. Um, I'm going to keep saying Trandosia, but let's all assume uh, that I have learned it <laughs> from editing this show. <laughs> <laughs> I learned it, but I'm choosing yeah. to say it the way. I've been yeah, saying the timelines it. <laughs> are a wibbly wobbly when you're when you in in uh, content. So Trandosia, uh, they make their way there. Um, they realize that it is not a, they're not, uh, um, it is not a bounty. It's, uh, basically, um, the, uh, a lot of, uh, Trandoshans, uh, have captured, uh, Black Kirsten, or how, how do you say it? Chrysanthemum. Black Chrysanthemum. Uh, because we all know Trandoshans and Wookiees do not get along. They do not mix, no. And so, uh, basically they have... Uh, the Trandoshans have taken uh, Black Chrysanthemum as uh, a hostage, and they are trying to hold uh, what is left of, like, uh, Kashyyyk and the Wookiees. Like, they're trying to hold him hostage because Black Chrysanthemum is, like, kind of a champion to those people. Okay. And so, but uh, the Wookiees have just been like, hey, we don't want to pay, we don't want to pay these, these jerk, we would rather pay you guys to go get him. Oh, okay. Then pay these guys to get him back. And so they make a deal with the Wookiees. They're like, cool, like we'll infiltrate here and uh, we'll, we'll go get him back. Um, and so it's Fennec, Dengar, and Boba in his, it, back in his armor, mm-hmm. like rocketing th- like through a Trandoshan facility and just, just murking a bunch of Trandoshans. Yes. And they are putting up a hell of a fight. Yes. Um, they get they free uh, Black Chrysanthemum, um, 
there's uh, a little bit of an issue because they don't none of them speak Wookiee, but they do their best to communicate. They're like, so many people just speak Wookiee. Like, we don't speak. Like, <laughs> I want to speak to that because they, they really make it seem like so many people speak Wookiee. And I'm like, no, they don't. I'm like, they don't. I was like, it's growl language. Like, no, we don't. I'm sorry we don't speak growl language. We can learn it. Clearly, it's yes, easy to it's, learn. You can learn it. Because you can just, yeah. Sure. Fine. Um, <laughs> uh they they basically like uh, free him out, and uh, there is a stand. There is basically like the the final fight of this like of this escapade mm-hmm. is uh, we fi- is we find out that that Bosk is indeed there, Ooh. and so you get like a pretty like uh, crazy fight uh, between uh, Boba Dengar Fennec Blacker Santin and Bosk, who is like a menace mm-hmm. through this fight. Uh, basically, uh, you see, you see Dengar, like there's like a choice that needs to be made Mm -hmm. in this fight and you see Dengar like trying to Dengar and Fennec, like trying to be, um, uh, like I I like the the idea that Bosk has like black or Santon, like in a shot and Dengar's like, just take the shot. You can take the shot. He's like, I might just absolutely kill this Wookiee. And they're like, and Fennec's like, just, we can talk this out. We can talk this out. We can talk this out. Like, and I like the idea that Boba, like, this is the first, like, the, he t- actually takes off his helmet to talk to Bosk. Sure. And it's like, I, we don't, like, you and I go way back. Like, let's, l- let's make a deal here. And he starts, we start seeing his ability to, like, statecraft a little bit. And we fu- that's the first time we see Boba like Put down the figure gun out and actually... something without the blaster. Yep, or and the flamethrower, or the or the backpack missile. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the moment where like we see Dengar is kind of like, okay, I don't like new Boba. I don't like new Boba, but like we have to. But like I think the Boba is like just savaging this Trandoshan base. Oh sure. So like we get like the dichotomy of mm-hmm. it. They free Black Crescenton. They make a deal with with Bosk, um, and then uh, I like the idea that Bosk, as as like Black Crescenton is walking away, just like tries to take a shot at Black Crescenton. Is like, haha, like, and I think Boba takes the hit. Oh, and that's where the life debt comes in. Okay, it's like I tried to make a deal, and then he just absolutely wastes Bosk. Or doesn't kill him, but like wounds him enough for he. Yeah, gets he's away. wounded. Yeah, he's going to be in a Baka tank for a while. He'll yeah. remember that shot. Yeah, we love a Baka tank uh, here at the, and so that is episode five. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. Um, uh, episode six, um, uh, Dengar kind of takes off after this. They sure, get paid, he's kind of done. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, you can. I guess you're going to hang out with Fennec. Like whatever, man. Like I'm out of here. Um, and. Uh, we, that's when we have the, the transition into Boba taking Tatooine. Ah, taking, this leads taking, in, So the season, this, is the season going to I'm sorry, is the season going to end with the shot that ended Mando season two of him going in? No. Oh, okay. What's going to end is, um, uh, so this is episode six. Right. I'm, I'm keeping it eight episodes for the first season. Oh, okay. Episode six, uh, they take over uh, Jabba's palace. Right. And we see, there's kind of like, we get a montage of like him trying to like, get control of being a mob boss. Like he's meeting with certain people in Mos Espa mm-hmm, mm-hmm. about like how this is going to work and things like that. Sure. Um, and there's rumblings of, uh, the people of Mos Espa, like trying to like organize and build like a better government. 
Um, and that's being led by Cobb. Okay. Yeah. Um, but what ends up as he's all these machinations happen, um, he gets a, a message from the twins mm-hmm. being like, hi, like we actually like, that was our uncles. This is our, this is our uncle's territory. Like we actually like technically have claim to this under, I like the idea that they're a little bit more polite. Yes. Um, it's like, I understand. Like, thank you for taking care of Bib Fortuna. That guy was a tool. Um, he was. But they were like, if you'd lo- like, we'd love to like talk about, we'd love to discuss like a transition. Sure. Into us controlling that. We'd go with some like, mutual beneficial. There, yeah. If you'd like to come to Nalhada, like yeah. you're more than welcome to come. And Boba's like, All right, I'll see you on Nalhada because I want to see the hut planet. So badly. Yes. So we go to Nalhada, baby. Yes. We need to see Nalhada. I want to see just how the structure of that society works. Yes. I just want to see all of it. I want to see Boba Fett and Nalhada like trying to be a statesman. He's got Fennec with him. Um, and it eventually, they're like, look, we can't just, um, like we, we can't just like let you have this, but like, we don't really want it, but like, it's technically our responsibility. Um, look, we have these fighting pits. We have some fights going on. And if you'd like to be our champion here, we've got some bets going that if we could win this, it would win us enough money that we really don't have to worry about tattooing at all. So if you maybe if you would like to be become become our champion in like the fighting pits, mm-hmm. that that would that would suffice. Um, and so, um, they're like you can have like you can have uh, whoever you'd like to come like fight with you. Like it's kind of a squad based. Cool, thing. All right, great. Like you might be fighting some monsters. You might be fighting, there's like a whole it's a whole thing. We're starting a tournament. Arc. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, uh, Look at you start an anime tournament <laughs> arc. I'm so yeah. proud of you. Um, and so uh, it comes to basically what what it comes down to is that they get to the this like final fight, like fighting the cha- like Boba has to fight the champion uh, of another uh, hut, and he has hired uh, Black Kersantan. Uh, and the two and and Black Kersantan is like, I can't. I have a life debt to this person. I can't fight. And mm-hmm. they're all like, Oh well, okay, like. Uh, you, they have to basically like fight their way out of there, and it's the kind of thing where all of the huts are so upset. But it's it's also like I imagine it's televised, and it's sure. the kind of thing yeah, where yeah. it was like everyone is so impressed with like with how successfully they fought their way out of there. They thought it was part of the show, oh, and so the huts are like, okay, uh, well, you know, okay, like you, we'll let you, we'll let it slide on this one. And since you technically won the championship, like this is this is like our reward for you. Like we, it was supposed to be for the new for, it was supposed to be for the palace, mm-hmm. but we're not going to be there, so it's fine. And they they gifted a baby rancor. Yay! Um, and it comes down to, uh, th- and then that's so we we he basically has staked his claim, right? And then we're dealing with a. Uh, like basically, uh, Boba gets back to Tatooine mm-hmm. as like the undisputed like domo of like Mos Espa. Sure, and uh, he gets word that there has been like some like a basically like a revolution in Mos Espa, and like the people have like taken control from like organized crime. Oh, and, nice. Um, it's the kind of thing where uh. 
like Boba comes in and he's like, I'm the major domo of, uh, of, of this. This is my territory. Like yeah. we need to figure out some kind of like relationship. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, like things are going to go to pot. Um, and, uh, Cobb is like, I don't like, I, I, I think we can manage on our own. Like, I'm not hundred percent sure like what you'd be able to do for us. Right. And like, as they're having that conversation, I, I think like Cad Bane shows up. And wastes cop, you know, like similar to the show. Sure, but it gives it a little bit more of like an official like capacity to it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, the Pikes won't go quietly. And so you see, basically, like the last episode of this season is is a pretty much an all out fight between Boba and all of his people mm-hmm. with the Pikes again. Mm-hmm. Um, but also he's got Tuscan Raiders on his side, so they come to the, that's part of the fight. Like there's other parts of like everything. Tatooine all yes. coming together. Tat, there's all, like it's the kind of thing where like they don't want Boba to help, but he does in his own way, mm-hmm. and he it's like it's the kind of thing where I want Boba Fett to be, I want him to be the gentleman John Marconi of Tatooine. Yes, like he's like I am not, I am not screwing around. But like, but also, if you don't get in my way, I won't hurt you. Yeah. So, that's fine. Like, and the the end shot of that, and then the next part of that, like the second season, is going to be like his relationship with like Moss Espa, and like what that means going forward for like all of like his enterprise will be expanding. Yes. So, yeah, that's my book of Boba Fett. Yeah. There's no Mando. Which bums me out because it's two of my favorite episodes of television ever, but they don't exist in this. They don't I wanna exist. Go to, I want to go to Transocean and fight Bosk. Yes. I want to see, yeah. You want to go to Nahada? Yeah. Have him fight in a pit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that is my Book of Boba Fett season one. Nicely done. Yeah. Eight episodes. Boba's in all of them. It sets up a season two. You know, I can I rewrite if, something if really it, quickly? Sh- sure. It's not Cad Bane that shows up to waste Cobb. It's Dengar. The Pi- he's like the Pikes pay so good, man. Yeah. Why would I? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Of course. It's, yeah, yeah. It's Dengar. Yeah. 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 And he finally has it. Yeah. Because that's that's good character stuff right there. Because Cad Bane can be season two. Yep. And we can dive into that relationship, and all the flashbacks can be like a young Boba and Cad. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. That's way better. Way better. Good job. Dude, that's very good. Yeah. I try. I, you did. You, and you succeeded. Well, actually, Jay, yeah, you did. I there did. was no try. There's only do. You do. All right, Adam. Hit me with that fix, baby. Okay. So I'm of the similar mindset of you. Okay. Um, the show is really good, but two episodes of a seven-episode season did not involve our main character. Yeah. And even though, again... They were the best Star Wars we've seen in a very long time because mm-hmm. it was all our friends getting together and Luke and Ahsoka were friends and then turning Goku and, or Goku, <laughs> Grogu. And it's like, this is the best. And they should hang out more and talk. And it's, yeah, it's Ahsoka. It's yeah. fantastic. It was yeah. fantastic. Who doesn't like that? Who doesn't want that? But. But. They shouldn't be here. No. So I am going to attempt to redo season one of Boba Fett the way, and keeping a lot of the stuff that was in the sh- the show. I'm just restructuring it a little bit more. Yeah. And I'm taking those episodes that Boba Fett's not in 
and using that time to lengthen the other episodes. Okay. So these are it's going to be six episodes, but they're going to be probably all about an hour long. They are we are going to cram this stuff full of stuff. Yeah. Because we need time to do some really cool rad stuff and set up different contexts for some of the things that actually you know, that repeat in this version of the show. Yes. So and also the main thing is the flashbacks are done way better. Okay. Because it's not just... So you're sticking to the flashback model. I'm going to stick to the flashback That's model, fine. but there's you'll see what I do with it to actually make it like, oh, this makes way more sense and then instead of just being in, in an animus. Okay. So we start with episode one opens up with Boba and Fennec just... You have a notebook. I have a I thing. know. Mine's a page and a half. <laughs> I, I wrote a thing. Most of the stuff is like the thing from the, the, thing from the show. Don't, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll, I'll make this quicker. Boba and Fennec in the streets of Mos Espa wrecking shop. Like, remember okay. that little scene from the trailer? Where I was like, oh, Boba and Fennec are yes. like, they're murking these fools. It's all. We start the show off with Boba Fett being Boba Fett because we show up for Boba Fett kicking ass. Yes. So the show starts with Boba and Fennec kicking ass. There's a cool hero shot for both of them. You know, cool guys don't look at explosions. You know, title card, book of Boba Fett, and the guitarist. <laughs> It's super awesome. But then come back from the title card 12 hours earlier. We're back at the palace. This is kind of what happened normally in episode one of Boba and Fennec being like, we got to go into town and we have to meet the people. Get supplies. Get supplies and meet the people of my territory and let them know what's going on. Okay. So Boba and Fennec go to Mos Espa and they start walking around and they start meeting the people, meeting the business owners. They go to Sanctuary. They meet that uh, Twilight Lady. And they can do the helmet thing if they want. Uh, oh, okay. I think it's pretty cool. But Boba asks, like, do you have a meeting room? And she's like, of course we do. Yes, he says, great. In an hour or so, all the business uh, owners from Mos Espa are going to come here and I'm going to talk to them. So Boba has a meeting with all the people of, you know, the important people of Mos Espa, not the mayor, though, of just like, hi, I'm Boba Fett. You've probably heard of me. Here's what, I just took over Jabba's territory. Things are going to basically, basically be the same. But here is my thesis statement. What we've already talked about. Like, I am I, I want this, my territory, and this new era on Tatooine to be one of, of like nobility and like and strength and power and like and safety. But like if you cross me, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. But I'm gentleman John Mark Harney. Don't cross me. I'm gonna make sure everyone is taken care of. I'm sure you've heard of me. Yes. Hello. So somebody asked him about his the gaffy stick. And I was like, oh. That's actually, thank you for that question. This is how I got it. And then we have Boba Fett narrate the flashback of how he got out of the Sarlacc pit. Like, basically, I'm taking everything, the flashbacks from episode one and two. Because people wouldn't know on Tat, like, if they would, they would question, like, we heard you, like, you've been in the Sarlacc pit. Like, what is... Yeah, you, yeah, you being in, thrown in there was like... How are, I think that's how you stage it. Like, how are we to believe you are who you say you are? Because... For all we know, Boba Fett went into the Sarlacc mm-hmm, pit, mm-hmm. and no one's ever made it out of there mm-hmm. before. So he but, narrates all, all of episode one and two. Getting out, the Jawas, the Tuskens, killing the thing, saving a kid, uh, training with the, with the lady, uh, taking out the train, getting the Gothi stick. We, we end after getting the Gothi stick. And I was like, I learned from the Tuskens that we need tribe. It's the only way to make it in this galaxy. And right now... This yeah, it's the only way to make it, it on Tatooine. It's the only way to make it yep. in the galaxy. This yeah, galaxy yeah, yeah. is in turmoil. 
The empire was ridiculous. I have been around through two different changes in government, galactic government. Things are not are, are crazy. The New Republic does not care about the Outer Rim. No. They don't have the resources to handle what's going on. We're on our own out here. We will never make it on our own. We need to come together as a community, and I can lead us to safety or just like we can we can we can do this together yeah, I'm but not we need just a strong about, hand Jabba was about making himself rich I yes. am about I am about making everyone rich yeah, and keeping people safe yeah. from the galaxy at large which is still very much in turmoil so that everyone's like oh this Boba Fett guy's wow he's, he's making a lot of sense like okay cool Boba Fett uh, and Fennec walk out of the meeting and then they get jumped. It's the scene from the beginning of the, uh, beginning of the episode. But now we see this fight from a different angle and notice that there are people in the shadows watching them fight. But we see the end of the fight again. It's super cool, but from a different angle. And then one of the guys is still alive. And so uh, Boba makes an example of him and says, you cross, they, they, kill, like, they kill everybody except one. It's like, if you cross me, the citizens of my territory, you will be dealt with. And so they take the guy they just, and Fennec just drags him back to the palace. And they do the last shot is them just walking down the street with this guy like, no, no, and Fennec just dragging him like a badass. Yeah. And, and then people are like, whoa, Boba Fett's like, we got Boba Fett on our side. Yeah. Yo. End of this first episode. Episode two. Basically, you know, it's kind of what happened in episode two. They questioned the guy and it turns out like the mayor hired him. And he you know, was like, but yeah. we don't know anything more than that. Oh, okay, great. Bam, you're gone. Um, the two Gamorans show up. This happened in episode one, the first version. But okay. this time, but the Gamorans are like, "Yeah, we're hi, yeah, we'll work for you. Yeah, we're, we're going to be great." Yeah. Gamorans on Team Boba. We Huzzah! obviously don't belong on this planet other than to work for <laughs> J- work at Jabba's <laughs> yeah. palace. Um, so then, um, Boba gets greeted in his palace by uh, entourages by the rival syndicates. So the twins show up with Black Kersantan, um from, from Nal Hutta, obviously. Uh, the, a trio of Pike Syndicate. Uh, representatives show up. Okay. And then a group of representatives show up from Crimson Dawn. Crimson Dawn, okay. Now, I don't, guys, I don't know what happened in the comics. I don't know what happened in the books. I don't know what's, or whatever the new books are. I don't know if something happened between Solo and this, but I'm going off of the knowledge that was just in the movies. So I'm just going off of that. So Crimson Dawn is still a thing. That should be enough. That should be enough. Just as a heads up, that's where my I'm going off of the stuff that was in Solo. So Crimson Dawn is still around. So representatives from the big three major crime syndicates show back up and being like, hey, this was a big change. Um, Jabba was a huge influence, and Bib Fortuna was okay, and we like tolerated him. But He you, was a placeholder. Yeah, you being here is not cool. We do not want this. But we get a really cool political scene of like all these crime syndicates. Like, like this isn't going to work. Yeah, failed threats. Overt threats. Everyone talking about like their plans for this territory, and Boba like, you will pry this territory from my cold dead hands. I will ha- see you all burn. He will not step down. Yeah, and to which it, I think playing off of your concept of tribe is like you're only one man, and her. So like, so everyone, you know, but you know they tried it, but there's also a little bit of like. Businessmen, business. Yeah, there's obviously political yeah, political stuff going on. Blah blah blah. Everybody leaves except one lone person from the Crimson Dawn representatives. And after everyone leaves, Fennec goes to remove this person, and this person does not leave. And then Fennec tries to forcefully remove them. It doesn't go well, and they fight, and it's really cool, and they're evenly matched. And then this person takes their helmet off 
and is revealed that it's Kira. Oh, okay. And she's like, Boba Fett, I have heard so much about you. And tr- you, your uh, intentions are noble, and I see what you're trying to do, and that is great. And I'm sure from Solo. From Solo, it's Kira from Solo. Yes. Yeah, but she's probably a lot older. Not really. I she's mean, Han's age, and at that point, Han is like, oh no, you're right, thirty-seven. You're right. No, absolutely. Maybe. Totally. So like, she's, right there with you. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. So there, like, it's great and all. But there are forces beyond what was in this room that will not allow you to achieve those goals. You got, yeah. you gotta know. And then she leaves. So it's like, well, okay. But Boba's is like, I'm just nope, still gonna do it. So uh, when he leaves, when he take, when he escorts Kira out, there's a baby Rancor waiting for him outside, a gift from the huts. You gotta keep the Rancor. Absolutely. So Boba and Fanny go to see the mayor, uh, but we get the, we get the major Domo guy, or for, you know the. The guy that I really liked, he's still there. Mayor's a total dick. Um, and then the mayor asks, as Boba's like giving him the pitch or whatever, and like, you know, is talking to him. The mayor is a dick and asks, hey, whatever happened in that Tuscan Raider tribe that you were a part of? Because no one knowing full well what actually happened. Yeah. And so Boba does a flashback again of like, oh, yeah, this is what happened. But probably the story you don't know is what happened to them after that. And then he continues his flashback and tells him how he wrecked absolute shop on those raiders. And killed all of them. So we're going to get that part of the flashback here. Yeah. It's a little out of order, but like, nope. He killed all of them single hand, you know, hand, uh, through, um, you know, just with, the, with the ship. I killed them. So like, that's what happens when you cross me and you hurt mine. Yeah. I will take you out. So, ooh, oh no, the mayor's like, oh, whatever. I'm not scared. You, and, yes, I am. Um, so Boba and uh, Fennec go back to the palace. And then we find out that when they get back, like, oh, with the Pikes and the Crimson Dawn, are moving on Tatooine in force. Bum, bum, bum. Because one of the scenes from like later in the series where people start landing and like walking out the ship. Yeah. Okay, so episode three. Knowing that now there's a bunch of battle, there's a battle on the horizon for Mos Espa and the Tatooine at large, Boba starts uh, recruiting an army. And so he goes out on the streets of Mos Espa to try to find people and citizens that might, you know, be able to help the cause. And this is when we find the Mod Squad. Okay. I'm keeping the Mod Squad. But here's the thing. I think the idea of it is actually kind of decent. I think they just chose the wrong British subculture to base them off of. Punks? Yes. Anti-establishment punks. Yeah. They got bantha leather jackets. Hell yeah. Mohawks. Spikes. They, and they're still modded out. They're, they're and they cyberpunks. Have, and they have like badass uh, speeders. Yes. They yeah. have badass speeders. Yeah. They're not Power Ranger speeders. They're badass speeders. Biker punks. Hell yeah. Hell yes. And it's like, you guys are actually the establishment. I also hate the status quo. That's exactly why I'm doing all those things. And like, I get it. You guys have been, you know, we're raised during the, the empire and that yeah. sucked. Yeah. I've seen worse things than you guys could ever imagine. I don't like it either. Let's see if we can change this together. I think and that's great. Like, yeah, down with the machine. Like, absolutely down with the machine. That's exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. So, cyberpunks join Boba Fett's crew. Hell yeah. It's awesome. They go back to the palace. They're like, okay, great. So we got to figure out what the plan is. Grunts of Crimson Dawn, people showing up. Lots of Pike showing up. And that is when Black Kersantan shows up and starts wrecking shop in, in Boba's palace. And now we have a huge fight through the palace. Yeah. And a little bit more than we just saw in the show itself. So we can actually see, because like, remember when they break in and like they steal yeah. Slave 1? We're going to replace that with 
with this fight so they can fight through the palace so we get to see the inside of it yeah, a little bit because we want to see more of it exactly so uh, they fight and it's really cool and the cyborgs are doing the cyberpunks are trying to help but they're like it's Pakistan man they're good. he's getting knocked around and so, but they eventually subdue him um and uh, they call the huts to pick up the guy yeah end of the episode episode four the huts uh, show up and they're like you know what we've actually been given an offer and you know what we're not going to we're out of the running for this place. We don't care anymore. Good luck. You can keep the rancor. Good luck to you. You're going to need it. Yeah. Um, and he's like, Black Chrysanthemum is like, yeah, we don't care. It's fine. Kind of gotcha. whatever. Kill him. We don't care. And that's when Boba's like, hey, you know what I was, my pitch was earlier. Like, I'm telling you, man, we're stronger together. I'm going to let you go. There's no reason for you to die. Like, there's a place for you here. We could there use you. Black Sand runs off, uh, and then uh, Boba and Fennec head off to uh, Mose Eisley uh, to. Oh, sorry. So the Crescenting runs off, and then so Boba goes down to the hang out with the baby Rancor a little bit and starts like trying to trying to figure out what to do. He's got a lot of options. He's like backs against the wall. It's like once what, what's he gonna do? He's not quite sure. He's, you know, he's, he's petting the you know he's petting the Rancor. He's having like that quality you time. Actually, see a relationship yes. with the two of them, and not just. And then that is when uh, Fennec walks in and goes, oh, by the way, um, the person you uh, flagged, you wanted to be warned about, uh, just uh, arrived at Mos Eisley. So Boba and Fennec head over to Mos Eisley and sneak around trying to find the quarry. And eventually do. And they see Han Solo. Whoa! Snooping around. So instead of seeing Luke in this, we're seeing Han. Hell yeah! Because Han Solo makes way more sense showing up in the book of Boba Fett than then Luke Skywalker. It, yes. And don't get me wrong. I cried when Luke Skywalker was yes. there talking about the Force. And I want to see that. He deserves his own show. But in this show, Han Effin Solo should be in it. Mm-hmm. So there's Han. Boba sees him and is like, awesome. This is exactly what I wanted. He, um, Boba and Fennec are walking up to Han, who is unaware that he's about that Boba's behind him. And just as Boba's about to introduce himself to Han, Han gets shot at by Bosk. Oh, okay, yeah. So now Han and Chewie shows up out of nowhere like, ah! So now it's a three-way fight between Bosk, Boba, and Fennec, and Han and Chewie. Everyone thinks everyone's against each other. Boba's just trying to was just trying to talk to Han. So now we get a three-way fight through most Eisley. And it's awesome. That's really good. And eventually, yes. Uh, eventually, uh, Boba's gonna save Han and hurt Bosk enough to get him to go away. And so right as um Han and Chewie and Boba and Fennec are just about to talk, Boba goes up to Han and slugs him in the mouth. I was like, that was for the Sarlacc. And then Han's down, ro- ro- rubbing and his Han chin. hits him right back, and it's just like, that's for the... <laughs> and then Bobo goes to help him up. and Because Han's like, what is going... He's heard things, but like, what's going on? And that is when Leia runs in, gun drawn, pointed right at Boba Fett. And also, Leia is visibly pregnant. Uh. So Han's like... Boba sees this. Fennec's got her gun drawn, like pointed right at her. Chewie's Chris now pointed at Fennec. Boba takes his helmet off and is like, "Yo, I just want to talk." (laughs) 
And so Han goes, you know, he's like, he helps Han up. Yeah, that's like, honey. This really rules. <laughs> I, so he goes, I th- I'm pretty sure I'm okay. Yeah. Or I got Chewie here with me. Everything's fine. You and the twins just go back to the ship and I'll be there. The shortly. twins, huh? Yeah, the twins. You know why? Because I'm changing the timeline right now. It's Jason and Jaina in her womb. We're moving on. We. This is it, guys. Hey, is calling not, our shot. We're calling the shot. Hey, this is the fix. Those movies were bad. Those movies were bad. And let's, let's let's put them on an ice flow and push them out. It's a hanging uh, lightsaber of Damocles hanging over everything that happens. It. Happens right now. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks. I'm changing it. I'm, if you guys like it, that's perfectly fine. But this, I, we're just this is now in a new timeline. We yeah. just, we need it to be in a new timeline, so that we don't know where everything ends up. Yeah, man. We need it to be in a new timeline. Uh-huh. New time. World between worlds. Call a shot. Ezra did something. So, oh, Ezra, yeah. why did you change it? We're I'm sure we're I'm different man, people timeline. are hopping in the comments right different now. And thank timeline. you for the engagement. We really appreciate Gina it. Gina Solo is one of the best characters. Ever yeah, written. She's awesome. She is awesome. If she were a Padawan of Ahsoka, it would end realities. It would be one of the greatest things of all time. Yeah. I'm just putting it out there. Universe make that happen. Okay, so Han and Boba talk. And they actually have like a really good discussion of like, hey, I, we've heard we heard rumblings about what's going on here. This is why we came out because we've dealt with you before, and Leia is the reason why Jabba's dead. So we figured we were the best ones to come on and figure out what the heck was going on out here. Mm-hmm. Um, Boba tells them like what his goals are. Han's like that's actually pretty noble. And you know what, the New Republic is even though we're kind of kind of part of the government, kind of helping out. Like you're right, we don't have enough resources to help everybody. This is actually like a pretty good idea. Yeah. Um, you know, we we wish you the best of luck. Um, and you know, and Bob is like, and Bob is like, you know, congratulations. Like they're actually like not enemies anymore. Like, like you know, of course, you know, they jive each other about Cloud City and like being struck in Carbonite and Jabba's Palace, something like that. Like they, they poke each other, but like there's actually some mutual respect going on, and that's pretty cool. And Chewie's is like, and he's, so everything works out all right. So Han and uh, wishes Boba well, and vice versa. And they head back to the palace. And this is one of the greatest episodes of Star, Tra- Star Wars ever because Han and everyone's there and the timelines are changed. Yes. Hooray! Okay, episode five. Now we're moving and grooving. Uh, we check in with Kira. It's Crimson Dawn. Are like trying to, she's trying the charm offensive. Okay. And because uh, Boba, I think I forgot this at some point, but Boba talked to all the crime families and was like, hey, let's all work together and like we can all still make a ton of money, but like with a lot less violence and a lot less death, which would make, if everyone does well, we all do well. So let's just kind of keep everything flowing and being nice. And then like, well, we don't really know. We're just so new to this. Ah, and he's like, then let's just be neutral throughout this whole thing and let me handle it. And then we can deal with stuff later. Yeah. Which is what happened in the show. And they're like, all right. But later on, now Kira has been like trying to charm offensive with the families. As we know that that's actually what happened in the first, but now we're going to see it. We're going to see here, like talking to people and like trying to go about it. Yeah. In a smart way. Not so much with violence, like the pikes. The pikes are being more aggressive with Mos Espa. They're starting to rough up the citizens. Uh, so Boba's going to now travel out to the Tusken Raiders. Yeah. Because he's like, hey, uh, this stuff's happening. And he, he ends up finding one of the like evil tribes that they talked about. Like some of them are nice and noble, so, you know, live in harmony with the land. Yeah. Others aren't. He finds one of them that aren't. And they're kind of dicks. And he's like, he tries. And he talks about, you know, talk about the stick or whatever. But they're like, they are not here. They don't care. But... While he's in that tribe talking to them, he spots somebody that he thinks he recognizes. And it turns out 
the person who taught him is alive and is a slave of this tribe because the raiders captured them. I'm as, and I'm also I'm just assuming it was a, a oh, woman okay. and and traded her and got paid. They, the, the, the the tribe paid for her. It was like because they took spoils from the thing. It was like she was yeah. still alive because she was the best fighter. She was still alive. Like oh fuck, we'll just take her and we'll sell her off. We'll just sell her off as a slave to another tribe. And it yeah. totally worked. So Bob was like, uh, I'm gonna take her. And Boba like gets her out of there. Cool. And so now his because teacher... what a good character like that they just like wrote off the show and yep. I was like why are you not a part of the crew? Yep. It'd just be way cool. Yep. yep if you yep, were yep, just yep. a part of it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. the Tuscans being a part of that like big fight at mm-hmm. the end like really would make it so much more fun. Yep. Yeah. So well, I just call her teacher. And I was like I said I said I wanted to unify Tatooine. Mm-hmm. I meant unify Tatooine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So teacher joins up with Boba. After he's done with the direct Tuscan Raiders, he heads off to Freehold and talks to Cobb. Okay. And they have a really cool conversation. He's like, I know you have the armor. And it's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And they have, like, it's like, and Boba's like, this is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to do what you guys are doing for Freehold. Like, I'm trying to do it for the entire planet. And they're like, we don't really know if that's like a good call for us. Yeah. These pikes seems like serious business. We'll think about it. What have you. Like, but okay, but like Boba's like, they have a good, you know, they, they takes his helmet and they, Timothy Oliphant's there looking sexy as hell. They're having a talk, nice conversation. Kind of like, you know, with Han, like, being characters, cool characters, talking to each other as someone yes. who wore that armor and like knows a couple of tricks about it. I was like, yeah, that armor's pretty cool. It's like, did you know about the knee rockets? There were knee rockets? Damn, that would have really helped when I took out the, the you know, yeah. that thing with Din. Oh, well, cool. I mean, that's great. But so Boba goes back uh, with Teacher, back to the pilots, and that's when Cad Bane rolls in. And the same thing that happens, he, he caps Cobb. Okay. So the pikes are like, you know, are showing up in force, trying to take out all the, yeah. the support structures, uh, and then uh, they get back to the the palace, and uh, the cyberpunks are just like, hey, you know, most Espa is basically burning at this point. A lot of there's a lot of people are, are very angry, and the citizens are not happy, and people are scared, and that's when Boba turns to Fennec and is like, you got to make the call, and so she, we hear the Mando sting again, and so Boba and so Fennec makes a call out to Din. So episode six is basically the same thing as episode seven. Okay. All of the same things happen, but here are the major differences. Um, Kira's the one that turned the families against everybody. Okay. So the Crimson Dawn's in charge of the families now. Okay. So we have the Pikes and Cad Bane versus Crimson Dawn, who's basically now fronting the crime families, versus Team Boba, which is... Oh, oh and they blow up... Oh, sorry. The Pikes blow up Sanctuary again. But this time they blow it up when Kersantin's in there. Oh. But Kersantin, as it turns out, saw what was going on. And after he you know, ripped the arms off that Trandoshan, saw enough of what was about what was going on that he threw the, the helmet further out into the, the door and was able to like give a growl of warning to our uh, proprietor lady uh-huh. that a lot most of the people survived the blast. Okay. Some people clearly died. But it was cool. Yeah. But Kersantin was thwarted was, was thwart because he was there in the room when it happened. He saw what was happening, gotcha. was able to stop the worst of it. But he was blowed up. So he wasn't captured and then came back this time. He was like, no, no, he was in the explosion. So Din shows up. Everyone shows up. It's, you know, it's a three-layer fight. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's until 
uh, and every you know, Din's there, and then Kersand, like all the main things of like, oh no, what's gonna happen? Oh, Black Kersand starts throwing fools around. I was yeah. like, we got a chance. Oh no, more bad guys. What's gonna happen? The Freeholders showed up. Oh my god, what's gonna happen? Oh no, here come the Pikes. Ah, then the citizens rise up. Like, no, we're back in Boba. Go get him, Boba. Oh, yeah. But so like, eventually gets down to that like that same like, okay, there's been so many rallies. And then there's like one little extra layer of time coming on. Like, oh no, now we're, we had a shot. Now we don't anymore. And it looks like everything's about to go to pot until Han Solo shows back up and flies over Mos Espa in the Falcon. And he, Boba gets a call. It's like, I need five minutes. I think it can help. And so Han goes to the Crimson Dawn ship and talks to Kira. Oh, sh- that's good. Yep. And it is a loaded conversation because they haven't seen each other since the events of Solo, and so much has happened. That's okay. That's really good. That's really good. Because they, Kira, clearly still has feelings for Han, but she still chose to be in charge of Crimson she Dawn. She chose Maul. So it is a very good conversation. Let's go to the mall. So Han is able to talk her down from trying to take over the territory and causing all this violence. Yeah. So she calls back her troops and withdraws her uh, okay. her help from the crime families. So it's just now down to Team Boba and the Pikes. Same basic stuff happens now. Cad Bane calls out like, "Hey, you know who actually you actually killed the, the Tusken Raiders? It was the Pikes, man. There's nothing you could do about it." But this time, Teacher's there with him. So he says, "Fennec, go kill all kill kill all the the head Pikes that are on the ship or whatever. Yeah. I don't think he's on a ship this time." And Teacher and Boba go waste Cad Bane. Okay. Or you know what? No, Teacher goes with Fennec. Yeah. Teacher goes with Fennec, and they. Just wreck shop uh-huh. in their. Ba- I'm in your base, killing all your leaders. Yes, it's nuts. Ca- of course, uh, Boba beats Bane. Uh, which or yeah, that makes sense. And uh, the, the Rancor, you know, the, the droids come back out. Rancor riding. Yeah, didn't Grogu's not here, by the way. It's this is all before that's all that stuff's gonna happen in Mando season three. It's just Din on his own before he goes talks to the yes. fo- the uh, the forge because he needs something to do. Before he needs all something that. to do before that. He just got a call. I was like, yeah, I'll come help. So it's all none of that Grogu stuff. Um, and so Team Boba wins. The Pikes are defeated. They leave the planet. Kira leaves the planet, but like, ooh, she knows Leia's pregnant, and yeah, she's like this kind of is like. I'm happy, but also really angry. I don't, I don't know how I feel about this. Why do I still care about Han? I chose Maul. Ooh, I have complicated feelings. Yeah. Um, and basically, at the end, the whole at the, at the end, we kind of leave the show at the same place. But as our, our thesis statement is way more strong this time of like we are setting up a place for the misfits, the people, the forgotten, the people, and like I think he also, I think Din can say like, hey. You know there's another planet out there that is doing something very similar to yours. Dantooine. It's always Dantooine. I'm just kidding. I know. No, I don't. But it's the, I don't know the name of where his home base was at the beginning of season one of Mando. 
But remember how he keeps going back? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they keep rebuilding, and we've seen shots from the trailer, and it's like, the guys was like, oh, yeah, like, we've been... Yeah, what was that? We've been building and, like, doing all sorts of crazy stuff here. Like, it's, it's, it's getting better, like... Hey, gentlemen, producer Brian here. I think the planet you're referring to is the outpost world of Navarro. They are doing something similar, so maybe there's a possibility of like what you are attempting to do can grow into something more in the outer rim because clearly shenanigans are afoot. Yeah. The new Republic does not have the strength to project out here to stop whatever's coming, but maybe our ragtag misfit group of like bounty hunters and stuff, because remember that guy is a bounty hunter. He yeah. was running the thing. So oh, like, absolutely. Hey, you may ha- maybe have more friends out here than you thought. Because clearly, I'm aware something's coming, but I don't know what it is yet. Yeah. So, Team Boba, that's Teacher's awesome. Alive. Yeah, that's really Cure good. Cure is back in the mix. Yeah. Han Solo is around. And we get around. that, like, we get that classic vibe and feel without having to go to Mando for it. Yeah. That's really... He just shows up to help their... Yeah, team. that Han stuff is really good. And it's good. And because it gives you the... It gives, it gives the same thing that happened with all the Luke and Ahsoka stuff. But it actually ties it into what we're actually doing, yeah, I th- and and I think this we recast Han, like we don't we don't deep fake Harrison Ford doesn't want to like just we just we can use the same uh, use that kid use the kid he was he was fine he did, he did great. a great job, and we recast Solo Le- was not that bad Solo was it, pretty w- good it wasn't that bad Solo was fun we recast Leia and it's okay because we we already did it once with the baby with the baby Leia yeah. so it's okay it's it's time we can do this. And also, it's its own timeline because the twins are coming. Yeah. Because it's Jason and Jaina. And it's going to be awesome because they're amazing characters. And Jason never goes bad because that's stupid. <laughs> yeah. The the Emperor putting his ghost into... Uh, that, that, that whole thing is like... We have Thrawn. We don't need to... Um, it's the same problem with the, the, the new ones. It's like we don't... Palpatine can, can be done. It can be done. Yeah. The Emperor doesn't have to come back. But somehow he came back. We threw Jay? him into a... Uh, anyway. Somehow. Jay, somehow. It but doesn't. we'll get there. But we'll, like, man, everyone wants to bring back the Emperor so bad in the EU, everywhere. Anytime there's ever been a, more Star Wars, they're like, but like Palpatine. I'm like, hey, no. Dark Amp- They only had Dark Empire and Dark Empire 2. That was the only two times they did it with, with, with the ghost. That's yeah, all. Yeah, but... Okay. He, he was a force ghost. It, it got it got timey wimey and higgledy piggledy. It did get a little weird. Yes, that's a good fix, brother. Thanks, man. That's good. That's better than mine. That's I, good. I, I well, the, the it started with the we can't have Luke. Who can we have? And then same. Yeah. Han. Who actually has a real serious connection with Boba Fett? Han. Han and Leia. And what's like? Then what else can I do with it? <gasps> yeah. No, that's she's good. pregnant with the twins. It's really good. Because it's five years after. And the Kira stuff, it actually wraps up some stuff from that actually. And like, it would also reintroduce it her. a lot of goals. Because if you want to, like, start tying some of these Star Wars properties together, you can, you know, it's tying the, pre- the prequels? Whatever. The, I know what you mean. Yeah, those two, the two movies that took place before New Hope. Yeah. Those together with the Mando stuff is a lot. Like, okay, sh- sure. I, you know sure. what? Sure. If there's a movies we need to tie into each other with normal stuff, I'll take those yeah. two over the sequel trilogy. Perfectly fine. Thousand percent. Perfectly fine. Thousand percent. I can't wait for Mando season three tomorrow. It's gonna be good. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Whew. Well, Whew. I think we fixed it, my man. We did fix it. Oh Jay. man, Mando's so close. It's gonna be awesome. Oh, it's gonna be nuts. It's gonna be nuts. 
Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for uh, for hanging on for all of our fixes. Uh, thanks for uh, putting up with the fact that we're uh, basically in a uh, in a closet full of lights. <laughs> so many lights, and some we ordered more, and they didn't show up yet. So. We love making content for you guys, and uh, we're we're gonna keep cranking out all sorts of stuff. And we honestly, we've got to get ready for. Uh, yeah, we got it. We got to get oh, ready. Oh yeah, we do. It's a little later <laughs> than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, we need to set up. We sure do. Uh, you guys are incredible. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Um, if you are uh, listening to this on anywhere you find podcasts, if you wouldn't mind uh, just leaving us a quick review, it makes me happy. I like seeing those little numbers go up. Uh, leave us five stars or don't. I mean, if you think it's a five star podcast, I'd love to hear about it. But if it's less than that, that's cool too. Just your honest opinion. Uh, also, if you're watching this on YouTube, if you wouldn't mind liking, subscribing, and hitting that bell and doing that YouTube that you do so well. Guacamole's extra, you you space bounty hunting weirdos, you. Uh, yeah, and as we end every one of these episodes, Adam, heartbreak feels good in a place like this. It's the, sh- the slow Han shot first that you never see coming. We'll see you guys next week. Bye! All right. Okay. Okay. We're recording in all the places. Recording here. I got red, 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 red. Red across the board. Red across the board.